what is up folks welcome back to the bibs corner podcast this is the third episode and the second straight week of posting i am going to try to get more regular going forward it should be regular going forward um i'm just glad to be able to do it be doing this and actually have people listening to it uh, if i get one listen then i'm going to be encouraged to keep going uh fortunately it's been well over that so far and hopefully we can keep it that way um the goal is going to be to try to keep these short sweet and digestible i think uh, the last two have been about 20 25 minutes i definitely don't want them to be that long if they don't have to be uh, so hopefully we can accomplish that this time uh this week this past week i should say i did watch three new movies uh, i watched the lodge which is on amazon prime uh, i watched athlete a which is a documentary on uh, netflix about the uh, usa gymnastics um, sexual assault scandal and then i watched a fatal affair which was the new hot movie this week on netflix starring uh, my girl nia long so uh, also this past week, I did make an appearance on uh, the MFFL's podcast, um, a show about basketball. I think it was the second episode with uh, my man Edmund the Slayer on Twitter. Um, definitely check out the MFFL's on Twitter. They're doing a lot of good things for uh, Mavs basketball fans. And um, if you want to watch that episode, you can find that on YouTube. Uh, again, I believe their Twitter channel or their YouTube channel is just the MFFL. So definitely hit that up. Uh, definitely check out my episode. We talked about uh, the bubble resumption. Uh, we talked about sleepers coming out of the East and uh, my predictions for the play in. Go Blazers. Um, <clears throat> with that all said, let's go ahead and drop this ad here real quick and we'll get right to it. So let's get right into these these quick little reviews. The first movie I mentioned that I watched this week was The Lodge. Um, I guess it's called. I guess it's a horror movie, and quite frankly, it's the worst movie I've seen in a very long time. Um, I almost turned the movie off five minutes in. Um, <laughs> if you've read or listened to any of my reviews, you know I do not like giving spoilers. But I'm just pretty much going to tell you the entire movie on this one because it was that bad. I, I don't even want you to take the time to watch it. Uh, I would not recommend this to my worst enemy to check out. Uh, so first of all, again, it's called The Lodge. Uh, when you first come into the movie, you meet a woman and she has two kids, a boy and a girl. And she's dropping them off to, I guess, her estranged husband. And um, <clears throat> the husband tells her that, you know, he's going to be marrying his his new woman. So she leaves abruptly and goes home and immediately kills herself. Um, already, I was like, what the F? Uh, why is that necessary? Um, you know, I, I, this doesn't seem like a thing that people would do. And then also the fact that she did it with a gun and... It's very uncommon for women to commit suicide with a gun because it's violent and bloody and messy. Uh, usually they're going to do the sleeping pills or something along those lines. I'm a real stickler for those type of details. Um, it bothers me. I can get past it for in certain scenarios, but just the whole idea, everything that went down in those first five minutes, I was like, mm, I can already see this movie is probably not going to be up my alley. 
So then we move on, you know, I try to give it a chance to try to see where where this is going. And quickly we find out that the dad's new woman is the lone survivor of a cult massacre situation where her father was the cult leader and uh, some weird church and all the people committed suicide, but she was the last one left. And apparently the father of the kids investigated this, uh, maybe wrote stories about this situation and um, then fell in love with the crazy woman. Um, I, I don't I don't know. You know, everybody deserves a second chance, but that just feels like a weird leap to make. So, again, I'm already feeling like this is dumb and I don't know what to expect. Flash forward, I believe like six months have passed since the mom killed herself and the dad wants to go to the family cabin for Christmas, which obviously the kids are against, especially with this new strange woman. Uh, Apparently, she hasn't been around much in the past six months. Perhaps the dad had a little bit of sense and didn't bring this woman around his kids immediately after their mother violently ended her life. Um, But um, he invites this woman to the cabin and sees it as a great opportunity for them to get to know each other type of type of thing. Uh, The daughter is probably like 10. I believe the son is maybe 13 or so. Okay, just to give you a little bit more understanding of what these kids are. So they go off to this remote cabin in the snowy woods and the dad lets them know that he's going to take them all to the cabin and then he's going to go back into town for like a day or two. I I don't remember how many days it was, maybe a weekend before Christmas. And he's going to leave his young children alone with this woman who may or may not be all there. Okay, so the kids know about her past and. The kids obviously feel some type of way about her just in general because she's basically replacing their mother. And so this all, again, just feels like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, People not making decisions that make sense. And uh, I'm annoyed. I want to turn the movie off. So then at the cabin, you know, the kids are ignoring her. They're being mean to her, blah, blah, blah. Um, She begins to start noticing weird little things going missing. Weird little things are happening. Uh, She's taking some sort of pills and having weird dreams. And so we are led to believe that she's losing her mind and that that's the danger here. Uh, Eventually, things go too far. Her dog freezes to death like the kids let it out of the house and the dog actually froze to death. And she just sits on the porch in the cold, in the snow, holding this dog for a very long time. Uh, And the kids are worried about her. So then... All of a sudden, we realized that the kids actually were messing with her the whole time. They were making weird things happen, and they come and confess, like, hey, it was us, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just like, what What the hell? Um, this, this doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. Regardless, the woman is now completely gone. She's lost her mind for real now, and she wants to hurt the kids. Uh, the dad is trying to come back into town. He does arrive before the woman hurts the kids, but she came very close. And the woman proceeds to blow his head off, uh, have the kids tied up, and pretty much that's how the movie ends. So again, dumbest movie I've seen in a very long time. I am highly upset that I watched it. I would not recommend this to my worst enemy to watch. And uh, that's about that. Uh, I hope I did not describe that in a way that somewhat somewhat seemed appealing. Um, (laughs) Moving forward, because I spent way too much time on that. Uh, athlete a and this is a terrible transition because this was the somewhat almost the complete opposite experience so athlete a 
again, is the documentary about the U.S. gymnastics sexual assault scandal. And it was a very difficult watch for me. Um, I can't stand reading or seeing anything about that. It does go into detail um, about what he was actually doing to these young girls. And it's just a, a, a sick, perverted guy. And to think that he was doing this for almost 30 years before he was eventually brought to justice is just terrible to even imagine just knowing that well let me let me go back a little bit the reason it was even uncovered is because someone was trying to do a story on the abusive nature of gymnastics and the way the coaches are very hard on the girls and things like that the things they they do to their bodies etc so in that investigation, it comes out that there's this, you know, this doctor and there were several people that corroborated. Yes, this guy is a creep. And um, when they uncover this and they go through all the details of how the, the, the system works, et cetera, and so forth, you realize that these young girls are being everyone in gymnastics is mean to them. The coaches. Uh, the trainers, everybody is hard on them, except this guy. He was nice to them. He brought them snacks, treats, gifts. He was nice to them. So then when he abuses them, you know, he's taking advantage of the fact that they see him as the safe space in all of what's going on. And that's, I think, what bothered me or what hurt the most is to think that, you know, these young girls who they don't know about, you know, what's happening to them 100%. Um they may ask other girls and he's doing it to the other girls as well. So maybe they think it's normal. Uh, he even goes on to talk about, you know, some of the things he was doing as if they were real medical examinations that were necessary. He had to go through these areas of the body to uh, get to certain muscles and things like that. It, I, I don't want to talk about that too much. Um, but yes, over the course of the investigation and after the investigation, I believe they, they say that over 500 women have come forward with stories about this guy, including nine Olympians. Um, and again, it's just sick to think that this guy was able to do this for the, as long as he did because of the fact that he was the nice guy to these girls in their eyes. And just some of the methods and the ways that he went about it were just so sick. And I won't even lie. I, I got emotional watching it. Um, if you don't know much about the story and that, that you want to know the details, that's definitely um, it was well done. I would say uh, it was very powerful to see some of the impact statements where the the victims came forward and spoke their truth to him basically in the courtroom. Once things were all resolved in the sentencing, um, that was a very, very powerful moment. And after enduring listening to all the things he did, I needed that. So uh, very uh, it doesn't it's not all bad it's not all sad you do get to see the redemption at the end of the day and just the sisterhood of these women coming together um, and sharing in this you know I mean it's it's traumatic something that they went through but just being able to see how they've come out on the other side of it I think was great at the end I thought it was done very well um, but yeah that's athlete a again it's on Netflix again if you don't know much about the story you want to know more definitely check it out uh, do prepare to hear horrible things, uh, but also, uh, again, you do have the redemption at the end. So then finally, the 
big movie of the week was A Fatal Affair. And again, that is the movie with um, Omar Epps and Nia Long. And, um, you know, going into the week, I, I started listening to what people were saying. And there were a lot of negative, um, negative, I don't want to say reviews, just people talking about it. Uh, there was a lot of people saying it was horrible and et cetera and so forth. Um, I know a lot of people pointed out that the movie was made by the same guy who made the movie, um, what was it called? Secret Obsession. And Secret Obsession was just dumb to me. I, I couldn't stand that movie. Uh, it was poorly done, like the twist, well, you already had the answers at the beginning type of thing. It was just not entertaining at all. Now, I expected that with this one, but I honestly didn't hate it as much as people seem to have hated this movie. Um, uh, one of the complaints that I saw and was pretty common was that the characters did not act like they were black. And, you know, in, to a certain degree, I was expecting certain things. But when I actually watched the movie, I, I can't I can't accept that critique. Um, I'm a movie fan and I'm also a writer. And uh, one of my things that I've always said and I've said more recently is that I want to get to a point where you can have a movie with black characters that's not where the characters aren't stereotypical or they're not in what I would consider or what America would consider black situations, if you will, where it's not like these characters are black. So now I have to do put them in places where people are going to be familiar with seeing them. Um, those are the type of things I don't want to see. Like I want to be able to see a movie about a subject that doesn't necessarily with black characters that doesn't necessarily have to touch on the fact that they are black characters. I'm not saying that we're in a post-racial society or anything like that, but Everything that involves black characters doesn't have to be um, doesn't have to be extra, doesn't have to be from the hood, doesn't have to be any of those things. It's uh, the touches that I appreciated in like this movie. It was it was subtly done. It was um, the music that was chosen, you know, um, was authentic to what they would have what would be normal for for. I mean, we're talking about people that were at the top of their game. I believe Nia Long's character is a lawyer who went to Cal Berkeley. Uh, her husband went to Stanford. Uh, Omar Epps, obviously, he went to Berkeley with Nia Long as well. And he's a basically a hacker. Um, so black people are not all the same. I, I, I guess the point that I'm getting to. And it bothers me that we can't have black media where the people are basically just people like they don't need to put on a show they don't need to be a certain way now um i looked at their characters as code switching and being part of the that echelon that they're in you have to be you're gonna put on a certain demeanor in front of certain people now uh, maybe they could have done more behind the scenes, like at home and joking and laughing and certain things or whatever. But that wasn't the story. That wasn't what was happening. And quite honestly, I I didn't mind it in this scenario. Um, 
So that I mean, already off the table for me, uh, the whole them not being black thing. Uh, again, it wasn't necessary. The music took care of that for me. Um, next thing, obviously in this type of movie, there's going to be a lot of those scenarios where the characters make decisions that don't make sense or that you don't like or that you're like yelling at the TV or whatever about. Um, obviously I don't enjoy those type of things personally. It annoys me to no end. Like for example, um, the along character follows, uh, Omar Epps character after she's suspicious of him about something. And she knows that he may or may be dangerous at a certain point, but she still puts herself in situations where she might end up alone with him. Um, versus potentially getting the authorities involved at a certain point. Um, There is something that happens between the two that she spends way too much time acting like it's just the biggest deal ever and not bringing that information to people who may be able to help her with the situation or to basically not make it a situation at all. And I don't want to detail exactly what that is, but if you watch the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, overall, I would say it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad experience. Again, it's not going to be a movie that's going to be up for awards or anything like that. But if you're just looking to watch a mystery with, you know, your significant other family, whatever, and maybe laugh at a couple things like uh, the ID that they made for Omar Epps' character. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen that, just type in um, Omar Epps or yeah, Omar Epps and license on Twitter or something. And you should be able to find that terrible photo. Like no, no DMV is taking <laughs> taking that picture. Um, but yeah, other than that, again, not a great movie as far as well polished or not going to get any awards for sure but entertaining enough for me uh to to sit through and not be mad that i sat through it um but that's pretty much it for this week i am looking at the clock and it is looking like it's going to come in under 20 minutes so i'm glad for that i hope i didn't ramble on too much hope i didn't make it too boring and i'm not going to put that sensual healing music over top of this or you i guess you'll already know what music i put over top of it by the time you listen but thanks again for checking in um i got a lot of stuff coming potentially down the pipeline soon not going to go through that right now definitely be on the lookout if you listen through this all the way through i appreciate you thank you and check in next week So (laughs) when I introed this podcast, I said that I watched three movies this week. I just remembered I actually watched four. Uh, I'm recording this the next morning after I recorded the original podcast. Uh, The other movie I watched was uh, Hulu, uh, the latest entry in their uh, Into the Dark series with uh, Bloomhouse. And uh, what I'm trying to do basically is watch a Hulu, a Netflix, and an Amazon Prime movie um, every week. So that was the Hulu movie I watched, and uh, the fact that I forgot about it should let you know how I felt about it. Um, it wasn't necessarily bad, it just wasn't, it's not my type of movie. Um, base, it's uh, The episode was called The Current Occupant, and they do a lot of quick cuts of what you could tell is like a presidential theme. It looks like there was some type of assassination attempt. And then the movie is uh, a guy waking up in a hospital bed, 
apparently not knowing who he is. They have my man, Kron Don, rapper turn, actor. Um, I think most famous in Black Lightning, he plays a villain. Um, but they had him as the orderly who's taking care of this guy, uh, coming in every day to see him, taking him on his, his little walk down the hall. And basically... Uh, he's in a cycle. He doesn't know who he is. They're trying to. They say he has amnesia, amnesia, and they're trying to get help him get his memory back. Um, the understanding that you're supposed to have is that he may be the president, and there may have been some type of assassination attempt. Uh, but they won't tell him who he is, and they start offering these weird experimental um, procedures to try to help him get his memory back. And it's just all very suspicious. You don't know what happened to him or why they're doing him this way. And he is distrustful of everything the whole time. Of course, eventually, um, someone comes along who like tries to help him, tell, tells him who he is, and tries to help him escape and all that good stuff. And there's just like a lot of running in circles, basically, of him trying to figure out who he is and how to get out of here. Um, and a lot of hopelessness. Um, so eventually in the movie, you know, there's some type of breakthrough and we find out if he really is the president or not. But it's like it's one of those really weird movies. I'm not sure how I felt about it. And again, that's why I kind of forgot about it because it didn't really stick with me in any way. Um, but if you like those movies where, you know, you're trying to figure things out as the character's trying to figure things out, um, it could be it could be something that's up your alley. Um, and that's I just had to plug this in and I'll go ahead and add this to the episode oh man